Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to the Social Dot In podcast. I'm your host Pradeep, and on this week's Social Media Weekly, we are not talking about the election. Okay, just kidding. We are definitely talking about the election, but we're also going to be talking about Google One and their Google Photos ambitions. We're talking about California and the CCP A 2.0, and we're talking about Microsoft's Your Phone app update. Let's get started. So the first story we have for you today is about California and their passing of the California Privacy Rights Act. So this is an update to the CCPA, the California Consumer Protection Act, which a lot of people viewed as a landmark legislation in the state protecting customers and their privacy. Anyway, the CCPA 2.0, as it's lovingly called, has a few interesting provisions, including limiting the sharing of information. The reason I'm air quoting sharing is because a lot of companies were getting around it by saying that they're only sharing, but they're not selling. Anyway, it limits sharing of personal information. It limits the use of sensitive private information, and it prevents companies from storing information for longer than strictly necessary. It also has interesting provisions around the rights of customers to directly sue companies. It has tripled the amount of penalties for offenses involving minors. It also sets up the Consumer Privacy Rights Agency in California, and it will come into effect in January of 2023. The next story has to do with Microsoft. Yes, I said Microsoft, and their your phone app a lot of us at work use this app and i think it's important that we cover it it's an app on your pc which allows you to connect to your android phone a lot of ios users and mac users have had these features for quite a while now but us windows plebs are just getting it now this new feature allows you to stream your android apps directly on your windows pc it allows you to open multiple android apps at the same time and it allows you to pin your android apps over to the start menu or the taskbar and it's only available for Samsung Galaxy Note 9 and newer phones. Our next story has to do with Google Photos and the Google One Paywall ambitions. So Google Photos is one of the most useful apps that Google currently makes. It's used by a lot of iOS users because they have to back up all their photos because their iPhones don't have expandable storage. Anyway, Google Photos recently paywalled one of its features wherein you had to have a Google One subscription, which is their storage plan, has nothing to do with Apple One if you want want to use the color pop filter in Google Photos. To be clear, there are two color pop filters. The first one is one which is free to everyone. It's for photos that do have portrait mode information. And the other one, which is paywalled as of now, is for photos that don't have portrait mode information. It's interesting to see Google paywalling their features because it indicates that in the future, you'll have a Google One subscription, which will enable you to use premium features across all of Google. Our next story has to do with the US elections, which is also called a complete disaster. So Facebook has at last taken some proper action against the US election misinformation campaign, primarily spread by President Donald Trump who anyway is talking about stopping the stealing of the election to the extent that a Stop the Steal Facebook group got created. It had over 300,000 members in under 48 hours till Facebook shut it down. Facebook, TikTok and Twitter have started to stop all hashtags involving the Stop the Steal campaign 
Unfortunately, YouTube seems to have completely lost their nerve to the extent that the One America News Network published a video saying Trump won and YouTube did nothing. Interesting side effect here is that a platform called Parler, which has absolutely no moderation, has seen an uptake in the amount of users. Our final story of the day has to do with a story that's four years in the making and it's not the election. It has to do with WhatsApp pay finally, and I mean finally launching in India. So WhatsApp pay has been a thing ever since demonetization in 2016 and the prevalence of UPI. The National Payments Corporation of India has finally given access to WhatsApp to access UPI payments in India and WhatsApp is rolling this out in 10 regional languages to 20 million users of their 400 million users in India as of now. What's interesting here is the timing of this permission. WhatsApp has partnered with HDFC, Axis Bank and Geo Payments Bank. Hmm, is that a clue? Also, another interesting information here is that NPCI has also said that any single app can only control 30% of the UPI transactions in any single month. That's about it for this week's episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, please go over to your favorite podcast application, maybe Spotify, maybe Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. Subscribe to the Social.in podcast and we will see you guys in the next episode.